This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. They give you some tough love because I feel like you could use it right now. They have shown you what they are capable of giving you. You're just refusing to accept it. They have shown you the way that they're going to love you. So you should not be begging anyone to do anything or put in any more effort than you have already been shown. You know in your heart what you deserve and what you want from a partner. And you know that you're not getting it from them. It really doesn't matter what their excuse is. Even if they're not ready for a relationship, okay, you're not ready to settle. Both are valid. Their lack of effort is not a challenge for you to prove to them how much you're worth. Because here's the harsh truth. Sometimes you have to leave the person you love for the person you deserve. You're listening to the Uncalled Impact Show. Hey, hey, we are back. For another episode of the On Call and Path, and I'm super excited for this episode. I've been thinking about this episode. I've been uh, writing something in my blog about it, which is going to be coming out soon. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. Share this with anyone, especially if you're going through some tough times um, when it comes to relationships, just relationships in general. Um, as empaths, trauma victims, it is very challenging us for us to find people that are going to be willing to give as much as we are we give in relationships. You know, I've talked to so many people that overgive and they just don't understand why the other person cannot reciprocate. They cannot give and this is what I want to talk about, and that's why this clip that I just played is so important. The bottom line is not everybody is capable or do they want to meet you at that level. And especially with empaths, we are so much givers. We always want to give, but we get so little in return. We expect to be, you know, the people pleaser, the yes person. Um, and it's not just relationships, it's with employers, it's with, you know, relationship with somebody that you trust, maybe a doctor or hell, like, you know, you're just somebody that's been in your life before that you might have had a romantic relationship with. Every person that you come across has a certain number. Now, some people have higher, some people have lower. So let me give you an example. If you're a giver and you always do what you're told and you're always trying to please the other person, whether it's a partner or someone else, just so they like you, and you're constantly at a 10, and all they can give, even at their best day, is maybe a four, four and a half at best, where do you think that relationship's going to go? And I want you to think about that. If a person's capacity is four gallons in a tank and you have 10 and you want them to give you 10 gallons as well that 10 and 10 ratio the hard part is guys it ain't gonna happen 
And um, as empaths, we wonder why, and it, it sometimes destroys our lives, like, and we blame that person, and we we have this animosity towards this person as, like, they are selfish, you know, they don't care about us, when in fact, I would say we can't even look at, we cannot blame that person, because if they're just not capable, or they have never been in a situation, or wanting to, even putting the effort to, to put, you know, to meet you at a 10. And so this leads me to my first point is, in a real relationship, in a true relationship, both people, there's always, I feel like there's always one person that always gives just a little bit tiny more, but that's fine. You can still work with that. As empaths, we don't ask for it much. And if you can get commitment, trust, um, give and take, you know, fairness, where it's like a mutual benefit, you both are helping each other out. I don't care if it's a relationship you're working with you know somebody on a project if it's one-sided folks that's a time to leave that's a time to quit that's a time to drop the hammer and say look we have to have a conversation because i feel that this is a one-way you know street i'm doing all the work here now if this person gets defensive or they have no no idea how to answer you. They're just saying, well, I'm giving you all I got. Can you really blame that person? It doesn't mean that they're such a bad person, but you're expecting a car to go 150 miles an hour when it's designed to go to 80 miles an hour. Like, it's just not there. They just don't have the capacity to. And sometimes it's a cop-out. Sometimes it's like you're defending that person. They do have it. I've seen it before. And yes, there are cases where, in, especially in narcissism, people do show a 10, and then that drops every couple of months as, to get to a point where it's like a, a mess, where it's like just not even on the scale. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that are that you're dealing with on a daily basis that have committed to you, that cannot, cannot meet you at your level. And sometimes when we get to a point, we might make an exception and say, well, that's close enough. you know. But you need to ask yourself, do you deserve more? Do you deserve better? And that's what this episode I want to talk to you guys about. Number two, be very upfront from the beginning on every relationship, on what your expectations is in a calm and fair manner without sounding like you're demanding. Um, I'll give you an example. When I went into a relationship with somebody, and this wasn't a romantic relationship, this was a project that I was going in with somebody. I wrote down exactly what I wanted, and this is what I'm giving, and this is my terms. Now that person already knew what they were getting into with me before this whole project started. Now, what I noticed is throughout the project, they kept asking for favors and cutbacks here and kind of going over my boundaries, kind of etching out like the expectations that I wrote on paper. And I got to a point where after a while, a lot of the stuff, the expectations that I had that was very fair, that I was very upfront with, that was agreed upon in the beginning, that was no problem, was now being cut back. And then when I started saying no, we got some resistance. We got some anger. We got some finger pointing, and I'm the bad guy. 
Now, when you get into a relationship of any sort, if you lay down the law and you just you have to stick to it, if you even do one favor or you just overlook one thing just because they're asking for, you know, that's where the building crumbles. Um, and so I'm very, very, I want to make this very clear, especially with uh, empaths, you have to stick to your word and you have to stick to the terms and what makes you feel comfortable. Because again, you might as well get that out of the way in the beginning rather than later. Because if you try to hide what your expectations is in the beginning, it's never going to work because at the end it's going to fall apart. So why not be upfront? This is who I am. This is who I say I am. Please don't waste my time. But again, a lot of people, unfortunately nowadays, they will accept the offer. Oh yeah, for sure. That's totally fair. I totally agree. Let's do this. And then within a few short period of time, it's like, you know what? This is not working. This is You're asking for too many things. You have too many like demands. And so that's when you know that you're dealing with the person that that's when you know when it's okay to put yourself first and walk away without feeling guilty, shame. Because most of us, let's face it, a lot of people that I coach, they do feel bad. They do feel bad being by putting their boundaries up front. They do feel bad by, you know, telling people what they want and speaking up. And that's why they don't do it. So I'm here to say, speak what you want, say what you mean. Don't try to beat around the bush and you will save yourself a lot of headache in the long run. Number three, being being right all the time or trying to prove your point. There are times when it's okay to say that you don't, you don't, you're not correct. Like it shouldn't hurt your ego to say that, you know, I apologize. I got some new information. I'm wrong. If a person can't do that, or if you have in a relationship, they have to be right and they feel like they have one up over you and they give you that smirk, like I told you so, that's a dangerous thing. That's a person that you want to run the other way. If you could put your pride aside and say, yes, I was wrong. A lot of us feel ashamed to do that, but I'm telling you, there is no shame of coming up and saying you don't know or you didn't know. And so now, um, so being right necessarily doesn't mean it brings you brownie points. It doesn't make you more superior in a relationship, but placing blame on somebody, what you want to do is not place blame on that person saying, you're making me feel this way. What you want to say is, I feel, and then just go ahead and say it because the minute you blame the minute you say you think you're always right, the minute you say that you always want to have one up over me, which in a lot of relationships are one-sided like that, especially the people that come to me, it's like they always want to think that they're right. They love the fact they to be right and they boast about it and they rub it in my face like a you know open wound. When you get to that point where it's a point system where I won this time and you're always wrong, that's a red flag to walk out. Um, when is it a good time to cut the relationship? It's signs like this. When there is no way out and you're always wrong each and every time, even though in a healthy relationship, it can go back and forth. You can be okay with the other person saying, you know what, I was wrong and move on. But when 
you are feeling fearful that you say that you were wrong and you, you weren't, you know, you made a mistake and then they rub it into you. That's something that uh, it would be a red flag for me is, is this person is in it to win it. Like meaning they just want to be right and control you all the time, regardless if they're right or wrong. It has no meaning whatsoever. And that's the thing I want to say. It, regardless of who's right or who's wrong, the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, was that was that goal met? What was the goal? It's, it's to be in a relationship together, to work together as a team. But then you're playing this point system. It, it just it doesn't work that way. And that's why I see so many people just in miserable conditions, trapped in a relationship, especially those empaths. And I know you guys are listening right now. I spoke to a lot of you guys, and a lot of you guys send me emails, um, and I feel for you. And so the only way around this is is by checking people and letting them know, like, hey, I'm not here keeping score. This is not a competition. You should always not have to hide your true emotions. If you're fearful of showing your true emotions, or if you're fearful that that person in the other relationship might make you feel bad, whether it's, let's say, in an employer or a romantic relationship or, you know, going to, let's say, a doctor asking for more clarifications on something that you're suffering with, you're the vulnerable one. You're going to them. You're trusting them, yet they're going to make you feel bad for coming to them for help. When somebody's in a different Let's say like you're in a relationship and you go to somebody and you tell them what's bothering you and they make you feel bad before they even let you finish the sentence and making you feel like you're weak, that you're pathetic. Again, that's a red flag. If that doesn't change, if it's always the same pattern where you're always on the defensive or you the the other thing empaths do is they they suppress their emotions. They feel like if they say anything, it's going to cause a lot of uh, turmoil. And then what happens next? Everything else falls apart. There's a shouting match. People are stop talking to each other. There's a silent treatment. So on and on. So in this sense, if you can't feel comfortable voicing your opinion, whether it's good or bad, check your relationship. Finally, the last thing is disagreements Disagreements are actually good, and um, from what I understand from a lot of relationship experts that I've had on this podcast, they all agree relationships disagree, being disagreeable, um, not agreeing on everything is a healthy thing, and it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. In fact, give me one relationship that it's always perfect, and if you ever find one, let me know because I can tell you 110% in that relationship, it's a one-way street. Because one person is always talking down to that person. So you'd never want to be in a relationship where you're always agreeing or the other person's always agreeing. It has to be like, no, I don't feel like it. Can we do this instead? And if it's not being respected, if it's not mutual, if it's not being heard, again, that's another red flag. Finally, try being alone. I want to leave you guys with this. You made it this far in this episode. If you can be okay being alone now, I want you to really think about this. If you can function on your own and you don't, you know, really feel lonely, because you have to look at it this way. If you're having uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable being alone, imagine what's going to happen when you're in a relationship. 
Because what happens is a lot of empaths who feel alone or lonely, I should say, and then they get into a relationship, they can't handle being alone. They always have to have somebody else define who they are. They have to always be around that person to feel some sort of want being wanted. So the biggest thing here, takeaway, is if you're okay being alone, then you should be fine in a relationship where there's space because there has to be space. You can't always be in the person's face all the time. You have to be doing your own thing. If you're having problems being alone and you're not in a relationship, try working on that. Try doing things more by yourself. For me, I go to dinner by myself. I go to the movies by myself. And before I was like, ew, no, it, people might, what were people going to think? I feel weird. But after I did it a while, I actually prefer it. And I know a lot of people that I talk to that have days where they don't even contact their significant others and they go out to a movie by themselves, they hang out by themselves, there's no phone calls. And what that does is it actually strengthens the relationship next time they meet. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I got a lot more episodes coming in. Check out my new website. It's in the bio. I am taking new coaching clients and new guests. Please subscribe. The link's all in the bio. And I want to thank you guys so much for coming with me on this journey. Keep moving forward and you can always reach out. Even if you want to do a quick one-on-one Zoom call with me, I'm, I'm down for it. But please share this episode with anyone that might need it. And with that said, we are out. You're listening to the On Call